to begin a couple of verses from the New Testament this morning. First, from the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, Paul writes these words to his church. Pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And then these words of Jesus from the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 6. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, this is week two in a series inspired by the book, The Christian Atheist. The Christian Atheist. As we continue to look at life and faith in God, but sometimes have those individual areas where we struggle a little bit. We'll be looking at our faith in Christ, realizing some of us may unintentionally exclude a specific area in our belief. Each week, beginning with the statement, you believe in God, but this week we'll look at you believe in God, but not in prayer. I know that sounds crazy, like you almost can't do that. But some of us who may struggle periodically with being a Christian atheist. We believe in God, but don't really totally believe in the power of prayer. <coughs> we might say we believe in prayer, but our actions seem to indicate otherwise. And even if we pray, we don't really expect that it's going to make all that much difference so for just a few minutes let's look at prayer and see if we can't move from being a Christian atheist who doesn't fully believe in the power of prayer to a follower of Jesus who embraces and celebrates the power of prayer as powerful as it can be prayer can make us feel all kinds of ways as we approach it, now I know, because I've been all of these places at one time or another, we feel differently when it comes to prayer. Many people don't feel comfortable praying out loud in a group. Or maybe we think our prayers aren't long enough, eloquent enough, powerful enough. Especially when we compare it to those few people that just seem super spiritual and they pray these wonderful sounding prayers. We feel like we just kind of stumble over words or phrases and can't really pray the right way. 
And if we wrestle with some of those things, it's not all that difficult to find reasons to not pray. We feel like we're not good enough at praying. Sometimes we get distracted when we pray for any length of time at all. We don't want to bother God with the small concerns of our lives because they're not really important enough. And if we're honest, sometimes we wonder if our prayers really make a difference. We struggle with things like we're not articulate enough in our praying. We don't sound passionate enough in our prayers. So instead of trying and failing, we choose not to try. Or maybe, maybe if we're honest, we got to say, sometimes I get bored when I'm praying. Prayer bores us. Our mind wanders, even the middle of important prayers. Other issues in life distract us. Even some unimportant issues occasionally will cause our minds to wander in the middle of praying. We get bored or distracted. And then, because we get bored or distracted, we feel guilty. And so, the easy thing is to just not pray. I wonder, I wonder if all our struggles with prayer may come from moments of misfocus. Because you see, prayer is not really about us. It's not about how well we pray, how beautifully we string words together, how passionately or how powerfully we're able to pray, or whether we feel good enough at prayer. Prayer is always about the one who hears our prayers. Our focus should be on God, the God of the universe, whose limitless power makes prayers worth praying. The one who fully understands who we are and even understands our occasional hesitancy to really pray. The one who is always glad to hear from those he created and loves dearly. As we're able to focus more and more on our Lord in prayer, prayer can become not only real and powerful, but fresh and renewing, sometimes even fun and exciting, not to mention life-changing. Maybe the biggest struggle that we wrestle with is that we aren't always totally convinced that our prayer makes a difference. We've tried praying before, and not a lot seemed to happen. Let me give you an example. We've all experienced this. A friend prays for someone who is ill, and they pray real well. They pray for someone who is ill, and they get better. I pray for a friend who never gets better. And I wonder why. God, why did they pray and they got better? Why did I pray and they didn't? Did I not say things right? Did I not use the right words? Did I not pray the right way? What's up? 
We'd like to pray perfectly and have our prayer answered quickly. And when it isn't, we wonder, what did I do wrong? You know, often when I visit people in the hospitals, when you're allowed to go in hospitals, especially if I'm visiting with someone who's been there several days and they're still, still struggling with whatever brought them to the hospital, I often find myself wishing I could pray the perfect prayer. A perfect prayer that would bring quick healing and even quicker recovery time. But so often... I feel inadequate as I try to pray that perfect prayer. And for me, it's in those moments that I'm often reminded by the Spirit of God that the prayer I pray is not so much about the one praying or really even about the one I'm praying for as it is about the one who hears and receives our prayers. In fact, sometimes I think it's not so much what we pray as that we actually pray. Expressing faith and hope in God and, and trusting that God answers the prayer and reveals Himself according to His will, not my qualifications as a good prayer. I mean, of course, when we pray, we want what we pray for and the way we pray for it. That's why we prayed that prayer. But prayer is much more than just getting what we ask for, even if it's a, sin a sincere and selfless prayer for someone in genuine need. God always knows better than we do, though, and has an infinite perspective we'll never have. So we can trust God. But understand, it's always okay to pray those prayers we feel like we want to pray. You have a loved one that's seriously ill? Ask God to heal them. Is your boss driving you crazy at work? Talk to God about it. Got a headache or an upset stomach? It's okay to tell God it hurts. Having marriage or family problems? Ask God to help. Is there a major work project or a homework assignment due? Pray for God's direction. All these kind of things that we deal with every day in life are okay to pray about. Even if we don't see the results of our prayers exactly as we would like to, we can still know, we can still sense God's loving presence with us as we grow closer to our Lord through prayer. Any genuine communication with God has impact in our lives. Maybe it, maybe it doesn't change God and make God do exactly what we want. Well, that's why God's God. We're not. We don't change 
God's mind all the time. Can prayer change things? Absolutely. But our goal in prayer is not to convince God our way is the right way, and we know best. I mean, there's not the perfect way to pray. There's not a perfect formula for prayer. But yet sometimes we find ourselves thinking, okay, how am I going to pray? I have to start with this and say this, and then I've got to include this, and then, oh, I need to be sure and pray this part. That's the important part. And then I've got to be sure to end this way. And if I do step one, step two, step three, step four, and say amen enthusiastically, then God's got to answer my prayer, right? Wouldn't it be nice if that were the case? But the prayer offered in faith will often change our own hearts, our perspective. And it reminds us that we're not the one in control, but the prayer of faith keeps us close to the one who is in control. Our call to prayer is a call to natural and simple communication with God. I think as much as anything, God desires honest, gut-level communication, much more so than flashy, showy, inauthentic, I'm going to impress everybody with my prayer kind of praying. I read the scripture a minute ago from Matthew 6. Same words, different translation. This now comes from the message translation. Listen again to the words of Jesus talking about praying. When you come before God, don't turn that into theatrical production. All these people making a regular show out of their prayers, hoping for stardom. Do you think God sits in a box seat? Here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God. And you will begin to sense His grace. That's an invitation to prayer I can hear and think, oh, yeah. That's what I want. That's what I need. You begin to sense His grace. If you read through the Scripture, there are all kinds of places we see open and honest prayers from the people of God. We read through the Old Testament as well as the New Testament, and, and we see prayers that express heartache, prayers that express frustration. Why, God, did you let this happen this way? We see anger. We see lack of understanding. We also see prayers of love and praise and thanksgiving. God simply desires for us to be real in prayer, to be real with Him. There's no need to be impressive. This is our Heavenly Father we're talking with. 
the God who knows us inside and out to the depths of heart and soul. There's no need to have to be impressive. God's desire for our prayer is simple, open, and honest communication. As much as that kind of communication about specific needs is part of what goes on, God desires for us not only to lift up specific needs or pray those intense prayers at significant times, God also desires communication with us just on a simple, regular basis. You heard this scripture earlier. Pray without ceasing give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus pray without ceasing or pray continually that doesn't mean we have to pray an eternally long prayer that never ends it's more like praying more often Even if our prayers are short and sweet, it's not about praying long, fancy prayers. It's about remaining in constant connection, constant communication with our Lord. Maybe it's a quick prayer prayed for guidance out loud one minute. It's a short prayer of thanks breathed silently the next. Or a prayer for healing mumbled softly at someone's bedside or a moment simply to relax in the presence of God the next and then there are those moments like Charlie was talking about at sunrise at the beach and you just want to go wow God you're amazing point is Prayer is living in an ongoing connection with our Lord. Sometimes talking, sometimes listening, sometimes just being together. Like a conversation. Where both parties involved talk part of the time, both parties listen part of the time. Sometimes we just hang together knowing there's a genuine connection of love that unites us all the time. An ongoing conversation with God, prayer, is the privilege into which we are invited as the beloved children of the living Lord. Even in those times where we aren't sure how much difference our prayers really make, God continues to invite us in prayerful relationship with assurance that our prayers are heard and yes, they matter. Yes, they make a difference. When we say we believe in God, but we aren't totally sure what difference our prayers make, when we hope our prayers matter, but sometimes struggle to really believe that. Remember, 
Remember that our prayers are not dependent on us. They're not dependent on how we feel. They're not dependent on how well we express our thoughts. They are not dependent on us praying the perfect prayer. Our prayers are dependent on the almighty God of the universe who hears and responds according to his will. So in those moments where we struggle and wonder, how much do I really believe in prayer? How much does my prayer make a difference? Oh gosh, I don't know if I can pray that right now. In any of those kind of situations, pray anyway. Believe. Believe in God. Trust. Pray. Really pray. And then trust the one who hears and receives those prayers our God who loves us and desires a relationship with us and always hears and receives our prayer. In the book of 1 John, chapter 5, John writes these words. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know you have eternal life. This is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. God will hear us. Will excuse me, will hear our prayers. And God does not respond according to us, but according to the will of God. So ask, talk, listen. Trust and believe. This is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to His will, He does hear us. And God's hearing matters more than our talking. Let's pray. Lord, thanks that you really do hear us and you really do care. You really do respond according to your will. So thanks for the gift of prayer that you invite us into, a prayer-filled relationship with you that we can experience on a daily basis. Teach us to pray regularly, faithfully, hopefully, confidently, because our trust is in you. In those moments where praying is easy and joyful, we thank you for hearing them. In those moments when we struggle and we pray tough prayers, We need you. In those times when we're not even sure what to pray, how to pray, guide us because of our relationship with you in exactly the way we need to remain in communion and connection with you. Teach us to pray, hear our prayers, 
and assure us that indeed our prayers make a difference. Not because of our words, but because of your response. Out of your love and your desire for God's best for those who place our trust in you. All this this morning we pray in Christ's name. Amen.